Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 149. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have uh, Abhishek. Yes, hello everyone. Uh, 149 is what my friend meant there. Oh yeah, remember <laughs> the last time we had this big uh, disaster of not knowing how to count in Hindi? Pretty yeah. embarrassing. So I got um, immediately... Uh, I, I got a response from Amit Agarwal um, from labnol.org, big, huge, huge, huge blogger, probably the uh, biggest blogger in India. Uh, yep, I think technology stuff. Uh, yeah, technology stuff. Yeah, nice guy. I've been to his house also when I visited ah. Agra. So um, he's got a nice setup in his house. We played the Xbox Kinect at his place with his kids. So we know at least a few people listen to Indicast. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was and people like to, you know, get back, like to point out mistakes. So and that is not what Amit was doing. But you know, uh, we the most the the most feedback that we get is when we make a mistake. We will keep that in mind. And we should you keep know, making more. Yeah, keep making more and keep correcting as people will love it. So let's get directly into the episodes. We are getting better with the episodes releases. Uh, if you, if you notice, you know, the last time was two weeks, two weeks, um, and now we are almost on a weekly schedule. So good job. And is that yep. is is that because you are going to be soon leaving on a bike tour, or are you trying to make up because you are going to be absent? Yeah. yeah. Come on, in in one go, you just. You, you know, burdened the inability to keep deadlines on me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but um, yeah. But before but, we get before we get into the topics, I think one thing that you must have noticed today a big change on the homepage of Google. Why I say that is because almost everybody would have logged into Google at least once on their in their in their day, and it has a big arrow mark pointing towards the Google Plus on the top left, asking us to join them saying that please join and I haven't seen Google mess around with its homepage for as long as we've known the internet in India. So a big, have you seen that? Have you checked that out? No, I just checked it out right now and yes, I completely agree. You remember the, there was a time when Google was really finicky about adding yeah. even an extra word on their .com page, you uh, bet. google.com page. But and not just that, not just that, when you uh, type in any search result, uh, when you type in any keyword in Google, uh, the sponsored link now comes just above the, the search results. So what happens is in the first scroll, you would have had, let's say, five links. Now you only have three because the, the top two are taken by sponsored links. And with the Internet connection that I have. So by the time you want to click on the first link, it scrolls down because the ad loads about three seconds later and you end up clicking on the ad. <laughs> so I think there might be at least one in 100 people like me with a broadband connectivity. You know, you can't boast about and. This leads to click fraud, among other things, and it's very annoying uh, to the user. Let's talk about Google Plus, right? Have you have you taken to it? Do you, are you on Google Plus? What do you think? I about? thought it, it subscribed to me by default because yeah, I, I saw myself on on it on date on one of those early days. Somebody sent an invite, I clicked, and I ended up on Google Plus. But I haven't used it as often. But people seem to have liked the concept of circles, which basically helps you choose what people you want to put your status updates out to. So I think it's interesting. I have, I don't know, I haven't used it as much as to comment on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't use it as much as I I use Facebook, obviously Facebook and uh, Twitter. But you know, a lot of techies have taken to it. They they say that they like it better for the the for the interaction that they can have. Ah. But but I mean, just um, this this is what everyone said about Twitter as well in in its first year, and then after that, everyone found out, and then Janta got onto it, and then it sort of became. a bit crowded out there too yeah yeah well true. so in the first 5 minutes we have digressed and lost about uh, 10 minutes but let's get started with the topics right we have tried to select happy topics uh, as far as possible and also topics from a diverse kya bolte hai subject areas um, you know it was getting a, a, a too political to say indicas was getting too political so <laughs> from from now, <laughs> from now onwards we'll ensure that we have you know a good range of topics uh, to talk about um, and i think i'm the happiest one of them all because aditya keeps sending those political links and then loves to he loves to ramble about the corruption in the country so this time we have a little bit about sports but we start with a sad one yeah this uh, is i mean you you can't do anything about it there is nobody can be blamed for this except god mm-hmm. but we are referring to sikkim uh, the earthquake that just happened in sikkim on the 19th of uh, september a 6.9 magnitude quake with an epicenter in mangan sikkim has left um, what is the latest toll 112 killed yep um, and uh, 1 lakh crore lost to the state says the chief minister pawan kumar chamling 1 lakh crore is the amount of uh, economic damage is what you're saying yes he says loss of it also involves opportunity cost so all the the mills are down people unemployed and the cost of rebuilding and all of that uh, that's a lot of money i didn't know sikkim was that quote unquote productive or mm. you, you know what i mean i mean tourism is hit in, in a big way again this is a good time to travel from i think from june to october is the maximum is the time when people travel tourist. to those areas yeah yep yep exactly and that is one of my destinations that um, i want to hit probably in the next couple of years sikkim so this region has seen earthquakes in the past i mean one in 1950 and the uh, earliest recorded one was in 1897 and then now the, the 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 most number of deaths that the recent earthquake has caused is in sikkim as well as in nepal oh quite a few places in fact uh, there was a report done by the economist it showed a few uh, the, the biggest earthquakes that have taken place since you know they started recording these uh, numbers and five out of the 16 that have been recorded uh, have come after 2000 oh i'm talking about not just india around the world in indonesia 2004 and then japan 2011 of of course and there's yeah. chile and another two times in indonesia 2005 and 2007 yeah but this this particular earthquake that happened there some some you know experts are, are saying that it happened because of uh, a dam that was being built on the river tista there is some concept called as induced seismicity where earthquakes are caused because of human activity like building dams so there is one professor called jita sankriya yarnan again one of those southern indian names hard to pronounce he was a former member of the state planning board west bengal and he said that uh, uh, it's it wasn't a good idea to build dams across those across that river and they they, they were doing that so they were doing that to build some hydro power projects some 35 of them and oh, a little wow. bit of googling tells me that what it does is you know when you build a dam the water if right, in, there is a wire 
yeah, there is a why. The the pressure, that extra water pressure, what it does is it it leads to cracking of certain rocks beneath, and that crack can lead in. It, it's like just like virus, so it's contagious. So one crack, the other crack, just like you know the 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 recent Dhoni ad that they show a very badly done ad, how he you know puts the stumps down on the on the yeah. earth and it cracks all through. The, this is exactly what happens down there, and uh, there have been more than. Uh, 300 recorded earthquakes because of building of man-made activity like mining and boat, but more importantly, building reservoirs. And the biggest one was, I think our parents will know, because we our parents are in Maharashtra. There's one that took place in Koina back in 1967 in Maharashtra, uh-huh. and uh, 180 people were killed because of uh, a dam, the Koina dam. Is this a recognized uh, reason now, or people are sort of hesitating to accept this as a reason? This is again in in all the newspapers they have put this in double quotes or maybe a reason or you know they are speculating that this could be it because currently the the concentration is on rescue efforts and I think most of the media channels are reporting that but a little bit of science news that that has come about is that the, uh, there is a possibility that this might have happened because of the dam there. Yeah, talking about the rescue efforts, it has been especially very difficult to conduct the rescue operations because, first of all, it's an entire hilly region, mm-hmm. and the earthquake has led to multiple landslides blocking all the major highways. So, Highway 31A, the road that connects the epicenter, Mangan, right. to Gangtok, has been has seen around 17 to 20 landslides, and these are huge landslides which take around a day to clear. So, reaching right. there, reaching the place itself. has been a has been a huge problem so the death toll obviously is going to is expected to go up from 112 now yep and the like always the bombay road organization the bro they're doing border hello, roads sorry border. what did i say what did i say you said bombay road oh i meant border roads they are doing a great job like always i think we had we'd been to ladakh and we saw how they used to work early Tough in the morning staring. at 4 in you know in an area where you you walk 10 steps and you start to pant yeah so yeah unfortunately you know two army jawans also got mm-hmm. killed while trying to clear the roads uh, landslides mm-hmm. due when when you know boulders slipped and just ran over them yeah so all these things um, are happening in the meantime interesting social uh, impact is that i mean socio impact is that um, and psychological impact is that people are now afraid to sleep indoors it is said that 90% yeah. of the buildings have been damaged there are chances of aftershocks as well for the next couple of days so if those aftershocks hit again it's very likely that these buildings which have been partially damaged will come down leading to more fatalities so people are more trying to you know are are hesitant to sleep indoors now man there's so many of them happening right as the one one went off in italy about a few days back pakistan floods i think about a fortnight back yeah uh, again yeah, on the day of the blasts we also had a minor earthquake in delhi uh, that was on september 7th and then this now so it's no, deja vu no respite pages. yes no respite something or the other is going wrong uh, you know with these reports of uh, a result of a man made thing uh it's interesting how you know how do we look at this thing now so to, in the name of progress yes sab karte rehna chahiye ki kya hona chahiye we really don't know and there's one thing where we where we learn from mistakes that have been made so may, but if if there is enough evidence of and i think there was iit kanpur uh, there was a report done by iit kanpur and some let me get the name right yeah in 2006 uh, there is one 
organization or one unit called National Information Center of Earthquake Engineering oh. from the IIT uh, Kanpur and they had done a research where they said that there is a possibility of a major earthquake happening in that area so you know but the, this is this have... it is on tectonic plates right it is in mm-hmm. the seismic zone isn't it yes it is so at any time there is a possibility of an earthquake happening my question is uh, because it is i mean that is how himalayas were formed right, it, right. plates rubbing against each other so uh, do we just go ahead with progress and i mean development and go in for all these infrastructure projects because we know that all these mm. projects are required but we go in with keeping our fingers crossed that nothing <laughs> of, of that sort fingers, happens. So, I think fingers crossed, maybe in the stone age, not with the science that we have right now. But what so do you I do? Think, I mean, you know that yeah. it is on, on a tectonic plate. You know that it's going to move every, you know, 50, 40 years or whatever. Then come up with architecture that can, you know, cause the least damage. For instance, when Taj Mahal, the four pillars... Imagine back in the 15th, 16th century when it was the four pillars are pointed or tilted outwards because in case we all know in case of an earthquake, they should not fall onto the monument so that it, uh, you know, it, it causes the least damage to that, to the monument. That's a good so point. Not That's a good point. Design, it is the leaning tower of pizza. I don't know. Pizza, not pizza. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the reason for it. No, that is, that is because of a, that is because of a faulty foundation. So that is purely because they sucked on the engineering part. Right. Well, uh, well, the, yeah, the, there are some good, good examples of getting it right and also keeping the design in place and, you know, adding value. So, yeah, I think that there can be ways to handle it. Not, but and that it, is again, still don't know I, yet. All right. This is just in double quotes and sources have said that this could be because of man-made activity. But yeah, there is a strong possibility of but that. But then this is also, this has also put a big question mark on the nuclear plants, hasn't it? Is how safe is it to have nuclear energy because of what happened in Japan? I think it's pretty much documented now that people, uh, countries like France and Germany have shut shop or not, not. So where do we, so, so, so that, that's, uh, that leads to uh, my next question, right? So all these years we have been told that nuclear energy is the cleanest form of energy and nuclear energy is the way to go, mm. right? That is what we read. And now suddenly big question mark is being put on the entire technology. Earthquakes could have happened then earthquakes can happen now uh, so what are we really seeing that nuclear energy is not the way forward now so what is the alternative all of the projects have in india have a big question mark on them now none of the countries who were supposed to supply us nuclear equipment are ready to just do because it. of a tsunami and uh, but, but yeah. then it also it the construction of a nuclear plant also demands it to be close to a water source exactly Right. So it, it's like a chicken and egg problem. Right. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So to, to, to uh, become students talking about science, we got to give it a full stop somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Instead, let's talk about infrastructure, India's largest infrastructure project that is going to take place, which has been sanctioned by the UPA government. I'm talking about the Delhi Mumbai Industrial Corridor is what they have called it. DMIC. Uh, as it is affectionately called. So what this is, is basically, you know, prima facie connecting Delhi and Mumbai with awesome roadways, concrete roads. Just as a reference, Mumbai Pune Expressway, if our, if any of our listeners have been there, that is what they intend to do. But Mumbai Pune was only 190 odd kilometers. Here they are trying to connect Delhi and Mumbai over 1,483 kilometers. 
connecting the business capital to the political capital. They are going to be spending 90 billion dollars. And 90 billion or is it 9? 90, 90. Wow. And Mumbai Pune was only 255 million. Okay. Uh, mm. Help is going to, financial help and technical help is going to come from Japan this time. DMIC's vision is basically manufacturing led and urbanization led mm-hmm. growth. You know, so far India has been saying that we are an agrarian economy. This particular right. project is saying that let's let, let's go for a manufacturing based growth. So this will be propelled by your road cement industry and all of that is and, what? And any sort of manufacturing. And the the important part is that it is even though it is called the Delhi Mumbai corridor, most part uh, about 40 percent of this stretch or let me get that fa- fact correct. OK, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 3940 okay 38% of this entire project is in gujarat itself another 39% is in rajasthan so actually this is not about delhi and mumbai this is about <laughs> rajasthan and gujarat getting more out of this project and only a small percentage is uh, is there in uh, maharashtra around 10% in maharashtra and haryana and uh, other 3% in uttar pradesh now yeah. Now, I I, I, would be wondering before you move on, why do we keep talking about roads in every alternate podcast? Because anybody who's ever lived in Mumbai and if you're listening to this, if you're outside India is we just don't know what good roads are. People living in Delhi still have been, you know, still are born with roads which are to be proud of, probably comparable to Singapore or, or, you know, places like this. But in in, in Mumbai, we just don't know what a good road is or a a road without potholes is. Yeah, unless you're in South, unless you're in South Bombay, obviously. Ah, You know, so um, the jackpot, as as uh, the experts are calling it, has has gone to Gujarat this time because it has everything to take advantage of this project. It has the maximum number of ports that is. So so this road is also going to connect a lot of seaports. Okay, on its way. So because it is meant so that to ease the flow of um, first of all human and also goods between the these two big capitals. Uh, Gujarat, did you know, has 41 ports. It mm. has got, they say it has got all the right policies and hence it is set to reap the most benefits out of this particular, particular project. Gujarat is also 43% urban. Did you know that? Nope. I, India, I, is, India is only 31.2% urban and hence since this project is meant for industrial oriented growth to mm-hmm. gujarat mein ko kafi fayda hone wala is what is being said so buy land buy buy land in and around these places there are a couple of regions also given <laughs> right where the land prices are going to shoot up so it'll be a good investment thing for for narendra modi man he's he's let's talk about the guy i think you've sent another link which talks about uh, not just his fast, but the way he has come about in the last few months, and he is the prime presidential, uh, prime ministerial candidate from BJP. Yeah. At least that is what I get when I. That is the feeling that I get when mm. I watch and read, you know, all these experts talking on TV or 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 in the papers. The fast happened. Did you even take a look at the fast, Modi ka fast for Sadhbhavana? I I did see four girls walking up to him to break his fast, like Anna Hazare's case. There was a couple of them, and he was giving autographs to a few people out there on the on the stage. Oh really? So that that those four girls might have come 
later on because his uh, the first the fast was actually broken by you know they obviously gave him some sort of a liquid uh, mm-hmm. i forget whether what what it was anna it was nimbus right nimbus nimbus tha yeah what a brilliant marketing i know i know i know <laughs> it was nimbus i i think it was nimbus or some other uh, lemon based drink i forgot uh-huh. but this time it was dood i believe uh, right. and it was there was this imagine are. modi are or amul uh, mm. modi standing in in the middle on either sides there were these people from who were obviously of different religious faith because they were wearing wearing their whole garb right from molanas to saffron clad swamis to catholic priest tha and all those sort of things wo ye hota hai na jaise bhagwan ko hatala hat lava type hat ko hat lagao they each each one of us touches their elbows and so so vaisa karke they had formed a chain and then he drank milk or something some liquid so that is what happened um and also another important interesting event happened is that one of the molanas who walked up to him uh he offered him a skull cap skull cap is the cap that is worn by muslims and modi said that he won't he modi refused okay. to wear that and mm. then later on he ended up giving a shawl and all those things that was seen as uh, you know a complete turn around as this is he's just uh, you know making this sadbhavana thing happen how could he have uh, denied wearing a skull denied. cap and all those yeah. things what what do you what do you think about uh, modi's chances would you be happy if modi is projected as a prime ministerial candidate he will be doesn't he will be the the prime ministerial no, candidate happy? i guess so with the track record that he has with uh, understanding the fact that he was involved in uh, the riots that happened which he's now been exonerated he tweet, tweeted that yeah but that ghost is always going to be there right? right yeah that will be there but in, when it comes to i guess getting getting a few things right in terms of his state now imagine if he were the ceo of gujarat you would give him the marks right in case of right. so would he be the successor to the next big thing which is the which let's say in this case is being the prime minister of india as a candidate from bjp i think he deserves that much whether or not he gets elected another story but he he will be considering the merit and it he, he was almost driven out back in 1995 from gujarat for things that you know he he hadn't done at all he was yeah. I, i don't know if he was in power back then but no he wasn't it was wagela who was in power then i mean obviously modi came in and changed everything he, what right. what what modi's positioning is and probably we are dwelling on this topic a bit too much but what modi's positioning is that none of my policies have ignored the minorities so it is entire nice. gujarat has progressed he says um, interesting very beautiful positioning he has both the radan the radan tatas of the world where you know they've got their companies there and also the poor good you, you you just said that and it reminded me of part of his speech in which he said and he very aggressively stated that my policies are such that businessmen have to come to gujarat i mean going to any other state would be a bad decision for the business <laughs> and that is how i have created the policies and he stated that in a in a manner which was which was so sure that it was really you know admirable saying that it was almost as a challenge as to you know try going else see between rahul gandhi and him let's just say uh, hypothetically let's just say rahul gandhi is standing uh, between the two of them modi would make a better pm just because he can probably take a decision within 2 minutes and not 2 years and yes. he would not have the ghost of a 
of a madam ji behind him if at all bjp comes in power which is difficult and let's move ahead unless you want to make this another political podcast yeah but this is interesting but okay fine <laughs> fine fine fine, yep. fine 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 let's talk about rashdi making his debut on twitter twitter is that a news it was interesting because salman rashdi uh, he didn't get salman rashdi as his handle or what, what is it yeah, twitter handle yeah, twitter. so it was salman rashdi one so his first tweet or one of his first tweets was who are you that is to salman rashdi to the the guy who had taken his name some some indian bloke called jigar gupta who are you why are you I... pretending to be me release this username you are a phony all followers please note ekse <laughs> cry baba i would tweet back and say okay it's yours give me 10000 Yeah, I, I don't think he, he's willing to, you know, offer offer that money. But yeah, that would be a good Why? good bargain. I would buy it. Ten thousand is not a lot. And not it, not for Rajdi. Yeah, not for Rajdi. His publisher could fork that over. I mean, you know, come on, <laughs> come on. And then there were people trying to figure out whether he is a real Rajdi. So See, this one is, of them, this is, one of I mean, them, <laughs> one of them. You cut asking, my. Who is going to be PM? Argument short to talk about Salman Rajdi joining Twitter. <laughs> I just wanted to take you away from that topic man that's all Come on man I think we should have uh, you talk to some political editor of a very like a tehelka and have a separate series so that you can you know have a good a political good, show polit- yeah political show talk about just politics and enjoy yourself there not here you're talking to the wrong person that but is that all. is what makes it fun right i mean i'm trying to i'm hitting yeah. this wall and i'm trying to make it interesting But yes, you oh, are. but one one thing about quickly last one last mm. thing about Modi the way he talks right the way Modi talks you can connect to it very easily so he uses things like uh, he he uses a question he uses questions a lot in his speech for example uh, one of the things that he often said was अरे यार ये कैसे कर लिया इसने अरे यार गुजरात इतना development के develop कैसा हो रहा है so he actually uses अरे यार he uses bhai a lot ke bhai aise kaise ho gaya so so you know he sort of gives you a very kya bolte hain he apna hi hai aadmi types and secondly dumb down dumb it down okay dumb here's a question here's the answer and this is how it is ah oh that's so that was the last mm. i won't i won't yeah. mention modi at least until the end of this podcast okay <laughs> Uh, that's I can't I can't promise you more than that. Big up accomplishment, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. What else do we have? We have the Davis Cup. Davis Cup, Davis, India yeah. lost to Japan. We haven't lost to Japan a lot. I was surprised to know that in the last 21 previous ties against mm-hmm. Japan, India has won 18 times. But this time, India lost 4-1, and yep, since, um, yep, sorry, go ahead. And have failed to advance to the World Group Series. Yes. the world group boleto uh, i think this is played between 16 countries and uh, it's played on weekends in different countries and it it's it's a it's a year long event so this one happened in spain the next one will happen in argentina where uh, you know and then after a year long tournament there is one final winner and <laughs> just just to uh, ask you since we spoke about india uh, what I- is common between romania india argentina belgium japan mexico chile switzerland and slovakia in davis cup It's very easy actually. We have never won it. Yeah, but the others have at least come runners up at least once, but we've never won it. So I think we are the only ones who haven't. Does Davis it. Cup matter? 
It does in the sense that it is the only tournament which uh, where an Andy Murray cries after winning. What about it? It is just to. It's not a battle between men. In, unlike in other sports, it's about. No, here Qatar doesn't play Songa. Yes, here uh, Spain plays France. So in Olympics so also, India is playing. You know, Leander Pace won uh, for India. So India made a gold card tally, but again. A bronze, yeah. Ah, bronze. Sorry, yeah, yeah, bronze. So, right, that happens once in four years. Davis Cup is not takes place every year, so. Ah well, I, I, mean, I fail to see what the point uh, point behind Davis Cup is. It know. was actually thrown open by one American and a Britisher. It has to be because yeah. this is all. This all has to do with marketing. Absolutely, some some four Harvard guys got together and said, "Let's let's play a game of." Tennis just for fun and let's challenge the Brits. I think it was the other way around. The British, whatever the story was, but it was between the USA and the UK. Is that UK. what happened? Oh. Uh-huh. But then they they ended up, you know, dragging other countries in. 37 countries participated once upon a time. Now it's down to the 16 best countries. So India. So so basically, to talk about the story again is that India basically weren't at their full strength. Um, Somadev Devarman. wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't playing then again who else wasn't there uh, leander pace wasn't there due to leander pace how long are we going to rely on that big man I know, I know. So that is a man with a big heart so bupana he surrendered in one of the matches because of a toe problem mm-hmm. um, and could not complete his match so did you know just because you said toe did you know that tennis players have you know if you're a righty your right hand is slightly longer than the left hand is because it really? of the i just saw this on a Discovery documentary. Yep. Yeah, and I can confirm that. How come? I'm doing it right now in front of me. <laughs> really? What? You, did you Google up something or what? No, no. I just put my hands together, and the right one is. You play tennis, right? Oh, is it only for tennis players? It is only for tennis players. Yeah, because of the. Of course, the reason is they their bones, the the, ah. the hand with which they play the sport, the bone is slightly more. You know, it's slightly stretched as compared to the left one because of the power that they have to put in. For those hours, tennis is a very difficult game. Oh my God! And is it's very tiring also. Completely. If you play ten minutes on a badminton court, you're done. Playing tennis and covering that big court, I have never been on a tennis court, but I can imagine the way these guys run. I I play decent tennis. Can you serve? Can you I, serve? It, I, yeah, but I I can serve, but it's of no consequence. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's not that I can hit aces or anything like that. I can serve, yes. It's not threatening or anything like that. It's an expensive sport. Never played. They never played that one, man. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Plus, you need a lot of support. I mean, you need if you're practicing. Also, you need those ball boys and all those things. If you, else, you go to run a lot, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you have the time you spend is go fetching the ball. So unless you are very good and you can spend a lot of time rallying between yourselves and not picking up the ball, so. But let's talk cricket. Ah. Okay. As in after the 4-0 loss and not losing even a single one-day game and a T20 game, yeah, India that... is back. And uh, Chris Srikanth says that it was a bad dream. And I read a Facebook. Chris Srikanth is the National Board of Selectors, and he's I think he's a Chief Selector. Yeah, Chief. Yeah. And uh, some Facebook. Some some one of my friends on Facebook said that uh, yeah, it surely was a bad dream because uh, nobody in their uh, senses could have chosen this kind of a team for for a tour of England. 
but that everyone it's seen. another story that everybody returned back home because of injuries yeah, exactly. about nine players right well there's an inquiry on quote unquote dravid and kumble have been appointed to <laughs> to find out what went wrong oh all right yeah so that's going to happen ganguly has also been appointed as the technical director I in, love in that guy system. behind the mic. What a brilliant commentator he's turning out to be, man. I think he's easily by far the best commentator from India, leaving behind Gavaskar and Shastri. And I think Manjrekar, Manjrekar. Yeah, he's good. He's Manjrekar is good, but uh, Ganguly has got he brings two things, sense of humor and and his ability to to, to dig out statistics from 1953 or or you know even during his playing days, he There was there was a time when Alan Wilkins was talking about Dravid uh, and Ganguly scoring those you know 300 odd run partnership at Taunton during the 99 World Cup, and yeah. Ganguly knew almost everything from that match by heart. Of course, he did play it, uh, play that match, but he knew why 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 Sana Jayasuriya was stonked uh, three overs, 37 runs because he came on to bowl when Ganguly had uh, you know already finished his 150, and then uh, which ball did he did he land in this river which was flowing behind yeah. Taunton? and how many hours did gambhir play in a match against new zealand at napier to draw that match he's brilliant as in he's he does his homework well and of course he has a sense of humor and he's authoritative because he captained the side for so long and i think he is the most successful captain after dhoni now so he's, i think he's the best and harsha bogle always keeps on talking about the uh, his wealth for some reason ganguly's wealth ganguly's wealth <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's a wealthy guy. Yeah, and Ganguly is very modest behind the mic. You know, that's one very good thing about him. He doesn't talk about himself, and he's not as monotonous as Shastri, who will say the same thing a million times when the ball reaches the boundary. So yeah, he's good. Anyway, so let's talk about BCCI terminating Kochi Tuskers from IPL. This hmm. happened basically. So Kochi Tuskers, as of now, stands removed from the IPL. Uh, the franchise if you know was just given was just inducted last year for which was it's a lot of controversy a lot of controversy which was bought for you know 1550 crores which was to be paid over 10 years so there was a 156 crore ka uh, installment due this year jo nahi aaya to <laughs> what a big installment man unko nikal diya the the franchise says that they were promised a certain number of matches and which the bcci couldn't deliver and that's why they are not going to be paying now let's see what what's going to happen we still don't know as, as to whether there will be a mandoli done between bcci and uh, kochi tuskers but in the meantime lalit modi is going all crazy and calling calling this a win for himself and saying that i told you so did you read his i told you so article Oh no, he writes for a. Whom does he write for? No, he just wrote it on his blog or something. Ah. So he's released saying that I told you this was a bad company. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't have given the franchise to these guys. But you know, experts say that he had his personal vendetta against Shithurur, and that's why he didn't want to give it to them. But yeah, no one's watching the Champions League though. <laughs> I saw as there was the stands are empty. Where is it taking place? The Champions League? I'm that bad. Is in terms in of India? following the IPL and in this, India, huh? India, no, the ah, uh, is it? Well, then whatever the case, it's not. It, nobody's watching it. Nobody's watching it, and that's why Airtel also backed out from sponsoring it, and ah. Nokia stepped in. When you type in Champions League, of course, and in Google you get the UEFA Champions League, mm. and then the second link is Champions League T20. Yeah, that's good actually. That's not bad, right? Exactly. So. 
and all this uh, of course after after uh, the sponsored links i think it's time to wrap up it's been a while that we've been blabbering about yes let's stop this one so that i can start talking about modi again the next time i'm yeah. and and i'm not a bjp loyalist or anything like that huh, by the way am i too hard on congress yes you are let's put it that way but they should stop doing bad 